Hi, I'm Nicola. And I'm Jay Percy. And welcome, welcome to, to the Afro Animist Podcast. We are two animists and spiritual practitioners exploring the secular through the spiritual, discussing life experiences through a sacred lens. Each week we share our experiences and dive deep into everything in life, from philosophy, metaphysics, obeah, occultism, shamanism, culture, healing, nature, animism, the arts, pop culture, conspiracies, psychedelics and witchcraft. Nothing is off the table in these discussions which aim to get to the heart of what it means to be spiritual and Afro-diasporic in an increasingly sterile and authoritarian world. We keep it real whilst exploring the biggest mysteries of our multiverse. Join us holding this space to laugh, cry, debate, build community and tear down oppressive structures. On the 15th of October, we'll be speaking live at the Magical Women's Conference about Afro-Indigenous practice and the shadow. We'll be doing a deep dive into shadow work and using Afro-Indigenous practice to improve the relationship with the self and external world. Get your tickets at www.magicalwomenconference.com. Look at the show notes for more information and see you there. Welcome, 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 beautiful, beautiful being of the multiverse to the Afro Animist podcast. You are here with me today, Jay Percy. And me, Nicola. And we have a another wonderful subject to talk about today. I'm very excited about it. Again, I feel like Jay is more pro in this area than me, so she'll probably be dropping all of the, the gems. Like, no. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about... <laughs> we're going to be talking about magical herbal beauty so how so what we do how we um include our beauty regimes and things like that in our spiritual practice and i think it's really interesting because like a lot of people i think um can separate the two but there is something in self in the self-care that i think is really important when it comes to connecting with spirit well, like we have this idea, look, this is something I find interesting, Sunday best, right? So yeah. to go to church, you wear your Sunday best, right? You're going to put on your your yeah. nice outfit, you're going to do your hair. That's kind of, that's traditionally what we would do. You dress up nice for God. So in my mm. mind, this stuff is, it's the same, right? It's like getting ready for temple, getting yeah. ready for ceremony, getting ready to do ritual, getting ready for your day even, like is, is part of all of that. And I feel like um, yeah. acknowledging beauty and then whatever that looks like to you, it doesn't matter. There's not a standard in this work, but like we're acknowledging beauty yeah. is an important part of it. And also like really fun to do because you make really cool potions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Definitely. I do think it, there's something really poignant about you pointing out that beauty is going to mean different things to different people. And it absolutely should mean different things to different mm-hmm. people. I think with, growing up in a world where it, it's so there's we've seen one standard of beauty sort of growing up um and it's been quite limited it's really around the closer you are to european looking the prettier you are mm-hmm. and um that has been quite stifling um you know growing up there was that people would tell me i was pretty but I wouldn't quite believe it in places because I wouldn't necessarily see people who looked or if they did look like me, mm-hmm. um, there was always like sly digs. Yeah. Um, so for instance, like scary spice, mm-hmm. like she's friggin' beautiful. Imagine being given fucking Monica scary spice. And then when it would come to Christmas, sorry Christmas when it would come to fancy dress parties and people would be um talking about who they're going to dress up as there'd be the comments like oh no scary spice isn't even the prettiest one mm-hmm. like okay what does that mean I remember going on holiday with someone in like 2014 this grown-ass woman I, I couldn't stand this woman it was one of my friend's exes and she was just icky okay. and this whole conversation about Game of Thrones and where she was comparing Amelia Clark to Natalie, I don't know, what's her surname? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, the mix, you forgotten, I've forgotten. Girl. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. about. I mean, she's like, Amelia Clark is a million times prettier than her. She's so like plain and butters. I'm thinking, okay, I know you. And that's entirely coded. What you're saying yeah. is she's not pretty because 
uh, she even made a comment about like oh her frizzy hair her afro hair um we it's those sort of like dog whistle you're not pretty because you don't fit exactly what it means to look like mm-hmm. this you know lily white nordic goddess which you know those girls are pretty but there are different kinds of pretty and we live on a planet where we're supposed to acknowledge different kinds of beautiful do you mm-hmm. say that the ocean is more beautiful than a tree no they are both beautiful they are both beautiful in their own context. They are both exactly. necessary in their own context. You're not going to... Mm-hmm. It, it just seems silly to me to pit against each other. Totally and yeah, dressing though. up for God. <laughs> dressing up for God. You are, you are the God. Why are you not dressing up for you? Why are you just dressing exactly. up for a Sunday? Why are you just dressing up for dinner? Like, get dressed up or... That's going to mean different things to you than it is to me. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it means makeup. Maybe it means no makeup. Maybe it means um, putting some magical herbs on yourself to get yourself feeling geared up. It's mm-hmm. going to mean different things. Just find your own way, dance your own tune, because you are here as a corner of the universe to experience this corner of the universe in yourself um, and in no other way but your own. Exactly. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. So you are God. So this is what we're talking about. It's 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 about that place of stepping into that and and like also appreciating that depth that you have. Um, I remember like one time I posted on Facebook this picture, and it was like this beautiful Arabic woman, and she had like a headdress on with like uh, a beautiful kind of lace material and the most gorgeous makeup. But you know, there's this kind of Arabic makeup that's going on right now, which is just like bam, 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 bam beautiful and yeah. obviously enhances the features so gorgeous and I posted this picture and the the quote on it was something I can't remember but it was something like you know about beauty and love and god like this kind of stuff and all the girls on my Facebook were like yeah yeah and they all loved it and then this guy came in and was like I can't believe you're posting this and telling them they should wear makeup in order to be beautiful and and it became like this debate where it was like but I'm you know, I'm not saying that. What I'm what I'm saying is that if you feel good when you do that and you want to put on makeup yeah. and you want to use that to enhance your beauty in that way, in that physical way, then that's cool. And you yeah. should be able yeah. to enjoy it. And it was very interesting that it was the men who couldn't understand it. You know, same way like it's the men who say women shouldn't wear short skirts because if you wear short skirts and you're asking for it, or men who say if you dress in a certain way, then you're projecting something about yourself and it gives us a free ride and it's utter bullshit because you can actually the policing do you know what i mean it's like why can't i just i i do think there are certain levels to it where like certain things that you would wear are come from a sexual place full stop so then it's quite hard to separate those things but in general like if i want to feel nice and sexy no offense to my partner, but I've been with him for a very long time. So obviously I make the effort for him, but in general now it's for me. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. I'm not doing that to catch a man or to catch an eye or anything like that. I'm doing that because yeah. I want to feel my best in the way that feels the best for me. So like totally given space for you to do that, whether that's involving makeup, hairstyles, dresses, jeans, overalls no makeup yeah, whatever I mean, it is light beings in physical form right i feel mm-hmm. we spend a lot of time in the spiritual one of the reasons we start this podcast is to bridge the spiritual with the mundane mm-hmm. and the fact is we are spiritual beings on a physical plane and you know you're here to interact with the physical plane and mm-hmm. how you do that with your body is up to you and i just think it's a friggin' fast like we we live in a society where women will be told they're asking for it if they wear a short skirt and in the same breath they'll be berated for wearing a burkini on the beach Mm. make it make sense oh the (laughs) what do you want from us (laughs) they just want to keep us in a perpetual state of confusion so we don't realize our true power and fucking take over the world babes (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i mean um yeah so beauty uh beauty is going to mean different things to different people and i i it's up to you guys it's up to you like you do you babe mm-hmm. you do you exactly. exactly but herbal beauty i think today we wanted to do a little bit of like 
focusing on some magical how-tos, some tips and tricks, how to make yourself look gorgeous using spell work. (laughs) (laughs) Glamour magic. That made, oh my God, that makes me think of The Craft. Have you watched The Craft? The Craft, that whole... Oh my gosh! Have yeah. I watched the craft? I watched I the old craft, and I've watched the new craft. I haven't watched the new one. Do I need to do that to be qualified? Yeah, there's a remake, and do you know what? People get really pissy with remakes of things. I'm like, ah, why don't you just leave the thing alone? Well, normally it's because studios have licenses on things, and they want to keep the the studio. They want to hold on to the license. Make that's some money. the business reason why they. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they remake things. But at the same time, if there's a new spin put on it, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Like, I haven't watched well, the new Charmed, though. I haven't watched the new Charmed, but it's because I'm so deeply connected with Charmed. It literally built my teenage life. So I'm <laughs> I'm a bit like, I don't know who these bitches are, but they're definitely not the Charmed witches, that's for sure. But I have to say, I have to say yeah. that I did watch the new Sabrina. And they yeah. took that and made something completely out, different out of it. And I loved it. I actually loved the new Sabrina probably more than I loved the old Sabrina. And I loved the old I might Sabrina. Have, I might have as well. As part from the fact that Salem didn't actually speak, that kind of pissed me off. But yeah. yeah. Sorry for but the I do, spoiler, I, guys. I, I, th- I think Ambrose is is a beautiful, beautiful man. Um, yes. And also probably what I'm naming my first son. Oh, Ambrose is such a good name. And I feel like it's quite a, it's quite a Caribbean name. To be calling is it your child? <laughs> oh yes, Ambrose <laughs> and um, what's the other one? Like Wilfred, Alfred, like all those kinds of names. <laughs> yeah, the names that almost make Ambrose you sound means like food of the gods. Exactly. And the irony is that they are almost like the most aristocratic kind of names that you're gonna get. <laughs> Reginald, <laughs> Reginald, Winston. <laughs> How did we get onto this? No idea. Right. No. <laughs> um, you're here for the tangents, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you're still with us, that's why you're here. <laughs> so, back to Herbal Beauty. We were, we were talking about glamour. What is a glamour, glamour spell? Tell us. Well, okay, so this is something that, as an adult, I haven't been super involved in. But as a child, mm. like, or, you know, getting into my wicker, um... I used to love these spells. I don't know if a thousand percent they worked in the way that I wanted them to because I didn't do this. You know, I tried to change my eye color. It just didn't happen like it happened in the craft. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> it didn't feel quite as weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially these are kind of magics where uh, glam magic is uh, magic where you create illusions um, yeah. to lie on top of your physical appearance. So you can create a change. There's also another element of glamour magic that I feel like I'm not sure if people would also count it as as that, but I um, mm. there's something in like there's this these techniques that you can use to genuinely learn how to use all of your face ma- face muscles because we've got so many muscles in our face and we don't hardly use any of them mm. apart from a few major ones. And if you are able to take control of your micro muscles, you can literally change how your face looks. What? So Ooh. there's also like this, yeah, there's this, like, from what I hear, and, you know, obviously I'm a bit of a weirdo, I go down weird places on the internet, but, you know, apparently CIA <laughs> uses these kind of, you know, like, so you have people who are good at body language and things like that, or spies, and they'll be able to do that, like, literally mm. use their muscles like that. So I feel like there's also, like, for me, there's different scientific elements <laughs> that can back up yeah. the idea of glamour magic. Um, but if you think about it in a, obviously, in a more elemental way, you're it's, it's a, I guess, about the manipulation of molecules to create reflection and refraction yeah. that changes the way the light hits your face. I don't know. Ooh. That's where I'm going with it. <laughs> Big words. <laughs> I know. So smart to I'm liking this. I haven't thought about it from that level. Um, but that's that's essentially what you're doing, right? How would you describe wow. a glamour magic spell? I, I would say similarly glamour magic is it's about layering or changing something on top of your physical visage so that mm-hmm. it appears outwardly to other people differently. And I guess um, 
because this isn't Harry Potter, it, it isn't literally <laughs> changing changing your face. It's more changing the energetics of how people interpret your yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I like to think of it. And mm-hmm. glamour spells um, have been said to be used throughout history by witches in order to like avoid detection. Um, it, not, usually in the past, it's been used in like hiding for things. It's mm-hmm. so fascinating. Um, I grabbed um, my book with with my um, magic my magical encyclopedia, and I accidentally flicked to a page where I've written down a whole glamour spell that specifically hides you from the law why is jay doing protection from things? the state <laughs> what are I, you doing <laughs> I just, anyone would think that i'm out here like burying bodies i'm absolutely i'm so boring come to my house you will see how boring i am don't come to my house genuinely boring why do i have this written down you were doing something naughty. So there, so, there was some plan that you maybe didn't carry out. <laughs> I was planning a bank robbery and somehow it <laughs> involves a glamour spell. Um, that makes sense. I that don't makes even... a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> what I wish I'd have done is had the explanations of what I was trying to do here um, with this combination of things. Because I'm now looking at it and I'm... I'm quite like, what the fuck was I smoking? Did you date it? Is there a date on it? Okay. There isn't a date. Salt, pepper, lemon balm, bamboo, Mm -hmm. basil, bay, sandalwood, high john, the conqueror, frankincense and mullein. Wow. Lots and lots of protection. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't invisibility glamour count as a glamour? I mean, I Does would it count say as so. herbal beauty. I don't. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so you're glad you're hiding yourself <laughs> to get into Superdrug to Jackson Foundation. Then yeah, maybe it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing. Now we've cracked the codes. That makes a world more sense. Bizarre, so bizarre. Sometimes okay. I amaze me, guys. <laughs> I'm going to say this. This I feel this is very strange. I feel like for Jake, she's an incredibly organised person. But you, this is. I feel like this is a good tip to now put out because one thing you should do for yourself when you are making your grimoires and your magical journey journals and diaries is date the shit out of that stuff. Write the date. And just a little yeah. sentence about what the fuck it is you were doing. Because I have the same thing where I'm looking back on something 10 years ago and I'm like, this was obviously incredibly important to me, but I have no memory <laughs> or idea what this is at all. And it looks amazing, but I just don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> Support yourself by writing dates. Um. Write yourself a note, please. <laughs> So one of the things that I find really interesting, like, so when we were thinking about doing this episode and I was very much like, yeah, let's do Herbal Beauty. And I was like, what the do I do really for Herbal Beauty? And I feel like a lot of my work in regards to that isn't necessarily outside the body work. It's a lot of inside the body work. So I work with herbs and things like that. Um, One of the things that I do a lot, and I just feel like this counts as, this counts um is the kind of herbs that I will use with my cycle so obviously I've said before like I have a fucking crazy ass time when I'm on my period and everything and then there are certain things that I will use natural things that will kind of help cool and calm my body down and therefore Mm. give me less wrinkles so (laughs) one of the things that I love to (laughs) use so if you have cramps and things like that um sage tea is an amazing um tea to use when you're having your cramps it's it's good it can aid with sleep but it doesn't make you drowsy um it just kind of relaxes yeah. you um so it's totally safe to use if you're going out or driving or whatever um but it's also i think an anti anti spasmodic anti spasmodic which oh, is okay. yeah so, so that will help from spasming exactly yeah. um and then you know i'll do other bits and pieces like i'll make I'll make hair oils. I'm I'm big on the hair oils right now. 
trying to like get that thick so <laughs> extra growth is it what are you doing what are you making i have a um hair oil which i'm probably not going to disclose all of the ingredients because i'm still in two minds as to whether i'm going to start a line and sell this <gasps> oh my um, gosh but <laughs> It's, uh, it's largely based with avocado and mango butter, and there are specific, um, you know, essential oils that I add in as well to boost prosperity, to boost hair growth, to like attract good vibes to me. So it's mm. a, a general attractor um, of good things, um, as well as moisturizing my hair from scalp to ends. And um, there's a an incantation that I do, an affirmation that I do mm. while I lay it onto my scalp and, um, you know, lay it on my hair. Um, and it's hair on my crown to the floor you'll grow down, healthy and strong to the floor you'll grow long. And as I apply this to my scalp, my ends, I say this all the time. And, you know, when I was really consistent with doing it, like on an every other day basis my hair got down to my mid back really quickly um so um i don't know if it's oil or the intention or a bit of column a column b but it it really really did work and i was really very impressed with my um um beauty witchery there because i I, I didn't expect it i was like just try this thing see if see what happens what's the worst that can happen you have my address don't you yeah, I do. I know where you live. You know where I live, babe. So and, where's my, um, where's my hair oils? At, <laughs> <laughs> when we're looking at avocado, avocado um is a feminine is a feminine herb um ruled by the planet Venus, the element of water, and its powers are love, lust, and beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the Aztecs used it for lust. Um. And you're supposed to carry the pit to promote beauty. So if carrying the pit promotes beauty, then surely the oil from the pit is equally as um, good for like bringing those energies to you to aid in beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a wonderful plant, avocados, isn't it? They literally can do everything. They're so good. Breakfast to hair. slap it on your toes slap it on your hair i i probably want to point out that there there are probably um dermatologists out here who are on the sort of pharma side of not i i I don't think if you're necessarily on the pharma side of things and a dermatologist i'm not sure that you would be stumbling onto us with our unscientific stuff yeah um um, I'm sure a dermatologist would tell you to use things with caution that work with you for you, what works for you, what works for your skin and your allergies and whatnot. Um, and all of this is purely us telling you what we do uh, mm-hmm. or what exists in the world of magic. Like, if if you have an issue with this, then you know maybe an actual dermatologist who lays like uh, different acids on your face is probably more your your pace yeah 100 <laughs> percent. i think that's an, an important thing to say you know obviously when you're using any herbs anything like that you need to be aware of like your own body your own allergies if you've got any illnesses anything like that then definitely check with your doctor or a, a herbalist mm. nutritionist first um mm. you know but then on the flip side of saying that also you know these things in general if you use them okay i'm just not gonna hurt you so if we're talking about things like essential oils you know that might be a good place to say about that like so i use a lot of essential oils in in everything but essential oils you really want to dilute so you want to dilute them in a carrier oil so like a bigger oil um that you would just use to massage for example so like grapeseed or jojoba or sweet almond there are so many even olive oil any anything like that um you don't dilute and again this is where Google is your best friend because there is so much about how to get measurements right if you are worried about that kind of thing um, online mm. to kind of guide you with it. Um, but also, I'm I'm a bit like don't don't be afraid of the of the of the plants. 
No, don't be afraid of plants. <laughs> and almost everything in that, in the pharmaceutical beauty industry, if you actually look at the ingredients and try and, you know, figure out what some of those crazy words mean, they are things that are derived from plants and then just kind of taken from the plant, yeah. wrapped up in a different packaging of plastic and shit. <laughs> put out and we're just talking about yes. the natural <laughs> aspects of it what book are you um yeah. i feel like you need to show the audience like what book you're you're reading from right now so what is it this called is cunningham's encyclopedia of magical herbs mm-hmm. and i've had this one for a very um long time this is llewellyn if you know if you know our emma uh, Emma Catherine, she's also a Llewellyn published author now. Which life? Yeah, <laughs> such a good book. <laughs> shout out, um, to, yeah, shout out to Emma. Emma. But yeah, this is a Llewellyn book, and it's it's a really useful. I wouldn't, I don't use it standalone. Mm-hmm. I've got a book which, unfortunately, is propping up my laptop right now. So actually, my camera's not attached to my laptop. Let's. Why have I got it propped up if I my camera's up there? Ridiculous. <laughs> Working. <laughs> I can't see it. You came here for chaos, guys. Working the route. Oh. Over 400 years of traditional African-American healing. And it's a nice... This oh is... These two in conjunction have been really helpful for understanding, like, the, the British herbs... And mm-hmm. the more traditional, what our ancestors would have used. I need that. I, I use this because I, yeah, I, I live in Britain, so I need so to know the the folklore of this land. That's really important. One hundred percent. This this is so nice and juicy. It has like um, different remedies, folk remedies, and it's got co- like couple spells at the end. It tells you the medicinal properties, like. Um, if something's antifungal, antiviral, you know, um, rabbit, tobacco, bay leaf. It's just, it's just so many I different ways of working with it. It's, it's so good. Babe, it's just even the so way good. like it sounds, it's so heavy and full of knowledge. The pages are like whoosh, whoosh. It makes me sick. Yeah. It like, turns me on a little bit. Um. It's sort of like ASMR. <laughs> what you got in your hand there? <laughs> I've got, so this is one of my favourites at the moment, again, like being in Britain, um, a country yeah. herbal. Oh gosh, I'm a bit too close to the camera, there you go. Ooh. Country herbal by <laughs> Leslie Gordon. So this book I actually yeah. found, I went to like a 60th birthday party and it was yeah. in like this manor house and I think it was where like um, Jane Austen might have written something of her books um and so there was this amazing the most amazing library there and I lost my shit and was just like stood in this room for the whole like party weekend <laughs> and yes. this book was on the shelf I pulled it out it, it fell open on Torah and I was like oh my gosh I need that it's for you so it was for me and it's it's beautiful it has you know it's like you've got all the traditional style kind of illustrations and um one of the things that I really love that it does for some of the plants, not all of them, hang on, um, it does, so for example, it talks about mandrake, um, and it yeah. will say, this plant is under the dominion of mercury. So it seems like just like quite a normal herbal book, um, it was published yeah. in, um, Oh, I don't even know. Night first published in 1980. So I oh, I I just yeah. find it really interesting that it has you know the the planetary um, connections as well with it. Because especially when you're doing when yeah. you're doing spell work, obviously these are all different levels of things that you can um, mm. integrate into using that energy. So obviously, if you want to use mm. um, something that is about love, maybe if it's got a planetary connection to Venus, it's going to be a good thing to use. More potent. Yeah. More potent. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, yeah so definitely. I'm so excited about your hair. Is it hair butter that you make or oils? Both. It's a hair butter. It's, it's a hair butter. It's nice and thick, but it can be like made down into an oil. Um, and I do want to do that um, because it is, it, it's just really nourishing for my hair and I have a whole routine. Oh, this is going to gross some people out. 
I feel that way, fine. <laughs> I stopped using shampoo probably about six years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason I stopped using shampoo is because at the time I started dropping out from everything that society told us we're supposed to use. And it doesn't mean I went around stinking or not washing my hair. I simply um, used Ayurvedic um, herbs to wash my hair. So there's something called a soap nut. I, I mm-hmm. don't know the um, the Hind- Hindi name for it, but it's a, a, a nut called soap nut and it's mm-hmm. a, a saponic. And a saponic is a plant that has a soap-like quality to it. Um, so when you mix it with water and you rub it between your hands, it actually like slightly foams. And that has been used traditionally in India for thousands of years to cleanse the scalp and rinse the hair. So I would mix that up with some aloe vera. I have I have had aloe vera plants in my house now for probably the last seven years. Um, and I'd scoop out the inside of the aloe vera, um, put that in the blender, mix it up with soap nut. And I'd use that to clarify my scalp. Now, interestingly... I've started using shampoo again probably within the last year and my I'm I yesterday my part will know I was complaining about my hair it is breaking it is shorter again my scalp is just like flaky mm. it, it just does not look good um so this is probably a wake up call to myself to switch back to what I know does work it cleanses my scalp and it also stops my scalp from being really um, flaky. Oh my gosh, I need to try that. Because shampoos are just not working for my life right now. It's like, I need to use it because my hair gets quite greasy and weighed down. But, like, yeah. the drying out that it does of my low porosity 3B to C hair <laughs> is so extreme. <laughs> and it's driving me up the wall to the extent where I'm like, I'm going to cut it off. Um, but yeah, there's so many, this is the thing, it does sound scary to be like, oh, you don't use shampoo, but actually there's a whole thing, like, if you use stuff, then your body stops being able to do certain things. So like, if yeah. you wash your hair with shampoos, which we all do, and we have done our, our entire lives, mm-hmm. then what actually happens, your the, the your scalp over makes seven to kind of re-condition um, yeah. the hair. Which makes your hair yeah. Yeah, exactly. It makes it greasy and all that kind of stuff. So then you continue using the shampoo, and you have to use the shampoo. And then if you stop using shampoo, yeah. you have to go through basically like a detox phase where your hair is greasy and sticky and a bit shit for a little while, and then it will kind of revert back to maybe closer to how it should naturally be. Those things yeah. are just scary to do because we're all worried about how we look on a day to day, right? Um, how we smell. <laughs> <laughs> how we smell 100% but oh my gosh like I'm I feel so inspired to do that also because like sometimes I will make products for myself because yeah. the version of those products that I want are so expensive or come from another expensive. country or you know and it's like it kind of gets crazy and then I kind of look at what's in the products mm-hmm. and I think well I've got an aloe vera plant and I've fucking got you know <laughs> some olive oil tree down my, the road. I've got some olive cover. oil got black jamaican black castor oil it's it's all good like i could literally just make this up exactly in the way that i would it just takes a bit of effort and a bit of time but again like that those are the places where you can like you were saying earlier jay like put your intention in it that's the place where you can then attach Mm -hmm. a mantra attach um yeah that 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 focus so you're actually um creating magic with this and you're enhancing your beauty through that i love it absolutely love it um at the moment, I'm really using my favorite herbs are for like my hair. At the moment, are like rosemary, lavender. Lavender is like, I feel like mm-hmm. if you've got one herb in your herb closet, it kind of needs to be lavender in a way. <laughs> like it does. So Agreed. Much. Agreed. Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Like the properties mm-hmm. of that from like, um, it's antiseptic. It's obviously mood enhancing and calming. It's, um, oh gosh, it has so many properties. I should have written them all down. Let's see if my country herbal has it. Well, lavender is supposed to be a masculine (gasps) herb of the planet Mercury. I baby missed that. uh... I just opened it on that. It was like, like, like magic. 
I just opened it on lavender. <laughs> Sorry. Thank yeah, go you, ahead. spirits. <laughs> You're obviously it. here with us for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pl- planet Mercury. Mercury being yeah. the messenger planet. Mm-hmm. If you look at lavender out in the wild, it's always surrounded by bees. Whatever time of year, there always seems to be a bee. Even if it's dead of winter yeah. and bees shouldn't be about, there's a bee. Yeah. Um, the scent literally carries carries to the spirit. So it being a plant of mercury makes sense being a messenger. Mm-hmm. Element being air, because air is the planet of communication again. Um, it's for love, protection, sleep, chastity, longevity, purification, happiness, and peace. Um, it's long been used in love spells and sachets. Well, love in relation to beauty, I think the word that comes to mind here is attraction. Um, mm. So when we're doing these love spells, there's something about attraction which has implicit links to beauty. You know, I have the beholder beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's good for sleep, conducive to a long life. It's carry to see ghosts amazing oh really <laughs> oh shit so yeah. what i'm saying like put this stuff under your pillow to sleep but just be aware that some it's ghosts might pop out as well. yeah it's for <laughs> divination you put put it under your p- pillow what is what's it saying on your end i want to see where on my end well. okay so so a country herbal isn't as magic obviously you're saying about the link with um mercury but it kind of just gives a bit more of a history of it which i'm not going to read because it's very long and full of dates and things like that (laughs) um but yeah yeah, that's 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 interesting because i didn't really think about lavender for divination before but that makes a lot of sense actually um i actually i I use it a lot for divination in fact it's paired with frankincense that's what i tend to use as a divination oil Mm. okay it's very useful yeah yeah works really well yeah Okay. Can you send me some divination oil, please? I don't, I just don't, I haven't made anything really this year. I feel very out, you know, out of place because I'm in a beautiful countryside place where I can forage, but I don't have anywhere to like dry my forages or, or create those things at the moment. So I, I need help. I need to be sent gifts of anointed oils and things like that, please. Thank you. <laughs> this is her shouting out to you guys. Is it, I'm anyone, um, Any, anyone at all. <laughs> Honestly, we probably are going to be starting to look for people to, um, you know, display their wares on on the show because we are getting quite a, a big audience, like asking us for where they get this, where they get that. So mm. having having um, someone recommend a good you know herbal balm or something like that we're always down oh, for that yeah hit us up hit us up with that stuff <laughs> there is um i'm not going to talk loads about her you what can we do what what can we do for colds what can we do for colds <laughs> fever few um fever christmas bush um what's yeah. what is that what's um, christmas bush Pass. I just know I have it in my cupboard, and every time I have a cold, I, I go for it. It's fine. It works well. Okay, I'm gonna research. I just that go to because... these Carib- these Caribbean like supermarkets, and they always have like a herbal section where they've got like mad teas. Yeah, they're like, yeah. what is this? What? <laughs> what is this for? I, I think um, Caribbean people are very, very good at getting together herbal remedies for things before they go to the doctors i guess famously doctors would be quite a bit of money and mm-hmm. um you can learn to heal yourself through herb and intention mm-hmm. and you know we're starting to see the science to back this up what was just called like silly witchcraft for years and years we're actually now starting to get the the studies behind herbs and intention and mm-hmm. how those things pair together to actually heal the body, um, which is really, um, really freaking great, to be honest. It makes me feel like less of yeah. a labelled person. 100%. Well, it's interesting now that science is actually bringing all of these things together and the power of the mind is actually one of, I think, the things that is starting to really be understood now as useful. Like, I find the word placebo a very interesting word. 
No. I'm glad you brought this. I'm so glad you brought this up because it was just there. And I thought, no, let's not go on that rant. But Oh, no, no, I wanted you to. I was, I was waiting in. for you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to do that. Because it, it is. I just think <laughs> I'm reading all these things at the moment. Like, I was reading the other day about this trial. Oh, gosh, my memory is so bad. I can't remember what it was actually about. But there was this trial and they had... They'd given people a, a, you know, obviously it's a typical thing, a placebo and some people an actual drug and the results were the exact same. And then they gave some people mm. a placebo and some people a, a drug and told them that the drug wasn't a placebo, was a placebo or whatever, you know. And it just, it mm. just shows, the word placebo is a very interesting word in our society because we kind of take it as a negative. Okay, well, your mind's just done that. But actually, if you genuinely yeah. think about that, placebo, oh, so you've been told something and you've believed that so much that your mind has actually created a physical change in your body. I think that is the highest yeah. magic. It's so, you know, so I kind of almost want to bring awareness to this this word and actually that placebo. If things can be done by placebo, it's almost kind of the best way. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely fucking it's it's so weird. It's such a dirty word. Oh, it's just the placebo. Oh, did it work or it's just the placebo made placebo. it work? Well, if the placebo made it work, then then it fucking worked. If a hundred percent. It works, didn't it? It worked. And it, what a beautiful <laughs> thing. It looks that stupid, actually... but it works. Then guess what? It's not stupid. It's not stupid. Exactly. If think about it, if the power, purely the power of your mind can create a physical change, the power of your mind, if someone, a doctor sits down in front of you and says, this pill will cure you. Then for the majority of people, whether or not that pill is made of sugar or actual drugs, that pill will cure them. Your mind has done that. Seriously, guys, let's just take a moment of silence for the word placebo, like, and how deep it is. Like, I'm taking that shit back. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my headphones. You're right. So here's the drama with curly hair. The headphone drops out and I have to, like, find it from within. You have to fish it from the realm fish that is Nicola's curly I actually, hair. I lost my sunglasses in my hair once. I was like, where have they gone? Just under heaps of curls. Anyway, back to, <laughs> to the subject. Well, going to this idea of placebo and think, thinking about beauty, um, I want to give a little moment of time to talk about how we talk about ourselves in terms of our beauty. Oh, mm. I'm ugly oh I'm so fat oh like I don't think that that's not a helpful spell to cast upon yourself mm. do you know um it's not self-love and you know when you start beating down on yourself like that it does show over the years because 100%. there's a whole attitude that goes with it because you're not taking care of yourself in a way that you should because you've told yourself you're not worthy of that care. So you have to tell yourself you're worthy of that care and then match it up with mm -hmm. that. I have um, a bit of a beauty steam here that um, um, is a two-for-one special, really. This is something I um, used when um, I had... I have a witch... I have loads of witchy friends and this particular witchy friend shout out agatha um she gave me some like face masks that were infused with um frankincense for protection mm. and um to before i put this face mask on i would like steam my face um with yarrow catnip and rose water now mm. they're all um herbs that relate to the planet venus uh, I'm not sure about Rose, if Rose relates to the planet, planet Venus, um, but the other two definitely are. Um, so Rose being um, a planet of, uh, Venus being a planet of beauty again. Um, and that was really, really friggin' useful for opening my pores and, you know, pondering upon my beauty, basically calling it to me. Yeah, Rose is Venus and water again um, and healing. So using those t all together to help heal the face, open the pores, just pouring a little bit of that into a bowl of steamy water, putting a towel on top and then steaming. Um, really good for opening those pores before I put on this like frankincense face mask. I don't know if she's opened her shop as yet. She was like pondering opening a shop. So if 
there is, then I'm going to have to give her a shout. And um, please do. We'll She's got definitely... a customer right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because this frankincense face mask, not only did it smell like, oh, so beautiful. It just smelled so gorgeous. Just frankincense all over you. Every time I would wear it, I felt like, I genuinely felt like more empowered, like I stood up stronger after wearing this face mask. Mm. Um, which, once again, the power of these, I mean, stronger as a witch, not just like stronger, like more powerful. Um, infusing some of these things into those sorts of routines can really help to set about the intention of what you want for yourself, who you want yourself mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And your skin is so beautiful. So definitely buy those face masks, guys. Um, I just pulled up <laughs> roses in a country herbal to see about yeah. um, the planet. And actually, it's broken it down. So this is quite interesting. Oh. Red roses. So red roses are under Jupiter. Damask roses oh, are under Venus. And yes. white roses are under the moon. White roses are under the moon. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, um, that really is. Fossilised traces of the rose of 35 million years old have been found in Montana, Colorado and Oregon. Wow, so it's like, this is an old, 35 million years old. There are rose, found. of course there are rose fossils somewhere. Why have I, I sought this crystal out? <laughs> <laughs> this is true you get petrified wood why haven't i sought out like petrified herbs this is such a good point i mean i do have some jet which is actually yeah wood have oh. i got that right yeah i'm pretty sure like that's what it is it's like yeah. a petrified kind of wood really specifically but yeah it's so interesting to think about yeah. how all of these things can come as well and this is this is you know it's interesting why would you have why would you want a fossil of I just want to explain yeah. that for some people who may not have really put it together, but obviously because we work with crystals and things like that and they carry certain energies, like any plant or anything that you can get that is kept or fossilized in that way, like this then would hold the energy of that and you'd work with it in that way rather than like putting it on your skin or whatever. You'd, you could work with a rose fossil in the same way you'd work with a crystal and I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I also saw in Emma's book, she has a spell... So this book again, guys, mm. wonderful Emma, yes. please get a copy of this because it is, it's great. Um, so she had, where were they? Rose hip. So a rose hip necklace and she's got it, it. The the rose hips are ruled by Jupiter um, and they're associated yeah. with health, wealth, prosper, prosperity and fertility. So they can be useful to wear as ritual um jewelry so see she suggests gathering rose hips and then stringing together to make a ritual necklace for um for ceremony and i think that's also beauty beauty, beautiful because if we are talking about herbal beauty um i also think there's space for kind of like how you adorn yourself for things like that so obviously going back to the sunday best thing like you can also adorn yourself with these herbs to to carry that vibration in your work as well um oh, I really want you to make some conditioner for me. <laughs> You've been saying this since you saw the recipe. She's the only person who's seen the recipe. <laughs> I can't remember it because I've got a shit memory, so don't worry, your secret's safe with me. <laughs> That's all right. I absolutely need to get into the habit, you know, especially 2020, 2021, because I was indoors more, there was a lot more time to be able to pull these things together. I think this Mm -hmm. year, 2022, it's been like, right, I need to squeeze all of the life into my life. I can possibly squeeze into it because the last two years were shit. Um, Now let's just go get my standard conditioner. Let's go get a standard face wash. And honestly, it's just been absolutely wrecking me. Uh, probably I'm glad we've done this episode because it's a reminder for me to like stop and actually go to the tried and tested stuff that I know works I know works so well don't confuse yourself like you know that it's worked before for you yeah 100% sorry (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) no you're entirely right yeah 
it makes me think actually there's one more thing I guess I one more herbal beauty recipe that I make for myself and this is probably the thing that I've made the most consistently over the most amount of years and honestly when I started making this there, there wasn't any I didn't really think about it in a spiritual way at all but I do now um because again, just when I think when you when you get in, when you get into this stuff and then you start to layer herbs and things like that together and understand their properties, then it can it can just become deeper. Like so, I make this cream because I've always suffered from eczema um, yeah. from when I was a baby, and it was always one of those things where steroid creams are te- they're terrible for you. They really thin your skin, so it's kind of like an ironic situation that they're what we really use um but I always had really bad reactions to them they would never work a lot of the time they'd make my eczema worse so there was just years and years and years where I just was suffering with this eczema and couldn't find anything that would work some Chinese um I used to go to a Chinese doctor and and a lot of the time that would help but sometimes it could be too strong for my sensitive little system so I started to make um a, a shea butter cream now shea is literally again one of those it's just like the most amazing plant. <laughs> it's got so many yeah. properties, so many levels, like, you know, from food to external use. Um, it's really great. Um, really, what's the word? I don't think many people are allergic to it. I've met like one person who said to me they don't they don't really like it. But in general, it's really safe. Um, it's great for babies. Like I've met people who use it solely for their babies who have eczema. So shea butter, a bit of cocoa butter. I'm not talking about Palmer's cocoa butter. I'm talking about getting like right. a block of cocoa butter. Yeah. And it needs to look yummy enough that it looks like white chocolate and you would just eat it, but don't eat it. Yeah, it does <laughs> not. It I've tried biting into it. It's not good, guys. It doesn't, it doesn't taste <laughs> as good as it looks, does it? Um, no. But so- you smell it. It's like, this is going to be the tastiest. No. Fucking no, lies. No, don't do it. It's lies. Um, but it's great for your skin. So so I will mix um, shea butter. I'll melt it down really slowly. So this is another thing to remember if you're working with herbs that a lot of them have like um, boiling points where you basically will ruin the herbs properties if you take it past that point. So I very lightly heat um, the cocoa butter and shea butter until they are just a little bit soft and then I will mix them together. I add into that lavender because again because it's antibacterial and fungal it's really good for things like eczema um also it has those calming properties like we've just spoken about um and usually that will be the only essential oil that i'll use i think for things like eczema or skin conditions still keeping it as simple as possible so this is a you know um four ingredients so the fourth ingredient will be a tiny little bit of jojoba oil and then it just literally makes it into the most silky, creamy thing. So melt it up, mix it all together, get a whisk, and then whisk that shit until it is creamy and gorgeous and mm. smooth. And that then it just lasts for ages because it's got the oils in it. It um, is so moisturizing. It's the kind of cream that I wouldn't... You kind of need to put it on and you need to let it dry <laughs> for like 10 <laughs> minutes. Don't put your trousers on straight yeah. away. Um, but that has literally saved my eczema. Like it heals my skin every single time. And it's one of those things where the reason I brought it up is because like what you were saying about do what you know sometimes and also having that faith and trust in yourself, which I think um, is really, again, important when you're doing these things and you're taking your initiative to create these things for yourself. Like I struggled with that when I was like, you know, okay, my cream works, but surely somebody who knows stuff would have made something that's better. So I'll stop using the cream and I'll go and get like, you know, whatever else other thing and it never works never it's like literally yeah. now my legs won't be my legs won't even be moisturized by another kind of cream I need to make that um and that's yeah. a really beautiful one to make um and multifaceted I'm gonna have a go at that because we use coconut oil at home for our skin here and you know what it works for some seasons but not in others and okay. I my my husband must be the only white guy in the world who's like anal as fuck about his moisturizer um he's like <laughs> watching chris moisturize is a freaking treat is it <laughs> he's he's militant he's like no showers happened must moisturize can't not moisturize it's it's just disgusting to go away unmoisturized <laughs> oh my god he's been complaining about the coconut yeah he's better than me i'm not gonna lie on that um he's been complaining that it's perhaps a it's not working as well as the certain season so i'm gonna 
try that yeah. because that sounds you, like a treat. You might need something a bit heavier. It's interesting with coconut oil because I think there's like, gosh, we might, I might upset someone here, but like, obviously it's like this big thing. Everyone uses it for their hair and skin. I can't use it. I don't like, I mean, I don't like the smell, <laughs> but it, it's like. You don't like smell. It, not really. I don't like, it's because I don't like oils. I've got a whole story around that that I will tell you like later, but it's, it's not for this episode. Um, so this, it can be quite intense for me. Um, yeah. But oh, what was I going to say? Everyone <laughs> uses coconut oil, but you don't oh, need to oil. necessarily use coconut oil. So I find it, coconut oil is also what they call comedogenic, comedogenic which means that it can if you're somebody who can get spots it can give you spots so i will yeah i will literally break out if i use it um so i don't love it i don't find it that moisturizing i feel like it's the kind of oil that sits on top it's not true for everybody i know people who love that stuff um but i that's why i prefer to use cocoa butter and the shea butter and then jojoba oil for me because jojoba oil is like the same the size of the molecule is like the same as your hair, I think, and skin, so it absorbs really yeah, it easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it so that sim- so yeah, similar chemical composi- composition. It's the oil with the most similar chemical composition to your hair's natural sebum oil. Mm. So that's why that's why I like to use it. Yeah, I'll make. I maybe I'll send you the recipe, and you whip some up for Chris. Okay. Let him, you know, tell me how it how it goes. <laughs> I will because do you know cheeky bugger at the moment is using my hair thing to moisturize what did he ask permission he's, he's, I, no i've been noticing it going down a bit and it's like oh i haven't really been using it it's just when where because it's a butter it's like when the oil pulls at the bottom i use that i'm like that's that's not a part of it is it it's like well, <laughs> <laughs> he's been using that to moisturize so it's a good all-in-one apparently this hair butter <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, we're wait- waiting for the range to come out, my love. Seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh, you know what we didn't do? It does everything. What did we is do? What we need. Yeah, we need to do the readings. But yeah, no, one product that does everything is literally my dream. So yeah. if you can make it, you will literally make my dreams come true. Cream your face, moisturize your hair, brush your teeth, <laughs> use babe. it as a deodorant. <laughs> babe, bring this into my life. <laughs> Uh, oh, so today we are using again the illustrated herbier. <laughs> it turns out I can't read when it's mirrored on camera. <laughs> the illustrated herbiary collectible box set by Maya Toll, and it has this beautiful, beautiful book and um this beautiful deck with a gold side we do Mm. not get paid for plugging people's tarot decks by the way we're just a little obsessed this is an oracle deck and i love it because it's keeping within in the theme of our herbal beauty it is herbal beauty i feel like this season we're doing a lot of plant stuff it's all about the plants man it's all about the plants that's why we're animists Mm -hmm. Okay, so the card pool today. Ah, Mullen. Ooh. Okay. Are you going to your book? Illustrations. I was. I was just going to, but you. You obviously take charge and you read it. It's just because I literally just went past it. Mullen. Ooh. Mullen appears where she's needed and has trouble staying where she's not. Because of her penchant for moving about over the years, she's learned quite a bit about quite a bit, making her a wise guide on any journey. Mullen brings okay. multifaceted understandings into alignment with each other, easily building intellectual bridges between seemingly disparate or disjointed things. Because her gift is seeing the structure of the whole, she'll sing the relationship of bone to water or air to skin in a way that makes you wonder how you never saw those patterns yourself. Call on Mullen when you need a torch in the darkness or an overview of the whole so you can understand the parts. Oh, wow. Ah. So it's about understanding the misunderstood. Um, And Mullen is such a fascinating plant in and of itself. 
as you um, heard in the beginning, for some reason it's in my invisibility glamour. I I mm. can't tell you right now why that is. I'm so I'm so sorry, um, but it's really good if you are a smoker of any kind, tobacco or otherwise. It's really good to um, add this in. Just smoke it as a, a herbal as a herb by itself because it helps to um, clear out the lungs. That's what mm. it's good for. Um, it's a feminine plant. It's also of the planet Saturn. Um, so its roots reach down and it reaches up to the sky as above, so below. Um, its mm. deities, Jupiter, interesting. It's used for courage, protection, health, love, divination, divination and exorcism. It's warned to keep wild animals away from you. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> It's also carried to obtain love from the opposite sex. Um, in India, Malini is regarded as the most potent safeguard against evil spirits and magic and is hung over mm. doors in windows and carried in sachets. It's also used to banish demons and negativity. Okay, so that's probably why it would have been in my um, invisibility glamour mm. because we're looking to banish that negativity. Um at one time, witches and magicians used oil lamps to illuminate their spells and rites, and downy leaves and stems of the mullein often provided for wicks. Mm. So it's used to light the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually in love with this plant now. I need to start working with her. I've just read something yes. um, as well in my book. So it's it's known history. It says it begins with the Greeks and Romans. He used it for many domestic purposes. Um, that it was used, the long step was stem, sorry, was dipped in wax and used to burn at feasts and funerals. Um, and the Roman legions used it as torches, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they used the flower to um, dye their hair blonde. Mullen. But they're saying, I know, because chamomile is good for that as well. Um, but Mullen had a darker and more sinister side. Cirque, so, or her name is interesting to pronounce. It's either Circe, Circe, or Kirky. Right, so she's a Greek, um, okay. Roman Greek uh, witch. So she is the first witch. Do you know about her, Jay? No, so she's I do not. the first witch. She was born from a nymph and a god, and she, yeah. but she wasn't a goddess or a nymph. She okay. was a witch. So she was the first. This odd no, but none of the other gods and goddesses really kind of understood what she was, and she went off and lived on a little island by herself and she was um sounds speaking. witchy to me <laughs> very witchy very fucking witchy learned to work with herbs and plants on this island and that's basically what she did she didn't have like that kind of power of the gods where you can just do stuff she had to learn how to work with yeah. the herbs so it was just a really interesting story and then she features in the um i think it's in a uh, the odyssey because Odysseus okay. was involved with her and she was about at the kind of time of Troy. So if you're into that kind of mythology, she's a very interesting yeah. um, energy to think about. So she used it in her incantations and therefore it was the plant of all witches and sorceresses since it served to light them in their rites. Hence mm -hmm. the names hag taper or pig's taper. Yet if the leaves of this same plant were gathered when the sun was in Virgo and the moon was in Aries, they acted as a protection against sorcery. So Ulysses took Mullen to protect himself against the wiles of Circe. How interesting so you is that? that? First, if you've got a rival friggin' sorcerer trying to give you shit. Get when's the Mullen next? Boy. When's the next? Oh, we're in Virgo right now, but when's the next uh, Moon in Aries? What? Oh, I don't actually know. But you know what I'm like? I'm following the sidereal stuff, which is saying something completely different. Of course it is. Of course it is. Let me find what she's just said today. So actually, so if you okay, so obviously you guys know that I'm all into my astrology. Sorry, we're this is another tangent. It's the last tangent I promise. Um, <laughs> you know, guys know that I'm I'm very much into my sidereal astrology right now, my Vedic astrology, and I'm following this this person called Sachi the Scorpio, and absolutely love them on Instagram. Um, they yes. do regular like little drops about what's actually going on in in the true skies right now um so she's saying right now and the date that we're recording this is actually the 10th of september so it, it's a bit behind from when you guys will hear it but the full moon is peaking today 
right? Yeah. Within the constellation of Aquarius. So not Virgo okay. or whatever everyone's saying. Um, within Shatapishak, which is Vedic. Um, so this is a time to release all energy that no longer serves us in regards to science, technology, class consciousness, non-human species, emotional analysis, humanitarianism and revolution. So fuck off Superdrug, guys. Make all your own herbs. <laughs> Herbal <laughs> remedies. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> and on that fabulous note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that fabulous note, guys. Um, yeah, go out there and, you know, find some body safe herbs to work with mm-hmm. herbs that work with your constitution and remember um your life your experience of humanity is in your hands and you can take some of that yeah. back by interacting with nature and <laughs> blending up your own um shampoos and creams a hundred percent that's it that's that's the moral <laughs> of this story today <laughs> Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. We are so humbled and honoured that you join us here week after week. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been Jay Percy. And I'm Nicola, and we will catch you all next week. Bye. Ciao. Thank you, thank you, beautiful being of the multiverse, for joining us on the Afro Animist podcast. If you want to get stuck into the conversation or have a question about anything we speak about here, join our mailing list and find us on our socials. On TikTok and Instagram, find us at the Afro Animist podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Afro Animist. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, you can also find this talk on YouTube. Just search for us and we will pop up as if by magic. If you're loving what we're talking about here, share, like and subscribe. And remember to leave us a thumbs up or five star rating on your favourite platform. 